Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And joining us, speaking of entertaining guys, joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline is Tony DeZeno from NBCSports.com. Welcome to the show, Tony. Hey, Z-Man. I'm always trying to be as entertaining as David. That's a, that's a tall task to, to live <laughs> Very up to. Very much so. so. You know, especially at Siebkins. Uh I don't have I don't quite have the history that he does there, but uh, I'm getting that with time. There's a lot of stories there, a lot of uh, a lot of ghosts in those walls, and that it's always a it's, it's a special place, and uh, of course the there's a one story involving Dario Franchitti and Paul Tracy, which are is just it's a good time, it's it's a funny story. So, but let's uh, digress here for a minute. Let's talk Phoenix last week. Uh, your I guess is that would be your second home race, right? Second home race, yeah, I get um. And, uh, you know, I, it's funny. We, we go back and we haven't had a good mile. I think it's karma for Milwaukee coming off yep. the schedule because we have not had a good race on a mile oval since the last race here at the mile, which in and of itself was kind of difficult trying to cram it all into one day. But I think the thing that was so frustrating about Phoenix was everyone knew that the race was going to be similar, if not identical, the last year. There weren't the necessary aero changes made. And you got exactly the same result. And then you had, you know, Ivan the Terrible, Mikhail Oishin pulling his best, uh, you know, uh, Russian imitation, taking out multiple cars on the first lap. So uh, it was just, it was an unfortunate uh, evening because you, you want to have the last race coming into the month of May have a, a good amount of momentum. And this one decidedly didn't. I mean, good on Pagano for finally you know, winning an oval race. But I think his, I think his excitement was about the only thing that took away from an otherwise frustrating night. Yeah, it certainly was, and that Ocean crash could have been much, could have taken out a lot more cars than it did. And of course, you know, <laughs> you just got to shake your head with Marco Andretti. I mean that that was a, probably a chance for him to to uh, have a, a decent run at that track, and, and you know, be taken out like that. Graham Rahal is another guy. These are these are two guys that are just if they could change their luck a little bit more. At least Rahal has been running much more competitive than Marco has been over the last uh, year and a half, two years. But it's just, uh, with with Graham, it seems like it's one step forward, two steps back at times, isn't it? Very very much so. And, and there's been a really weird evolution for both of them this year where Marco's been really good in practice and then just hasn't delivered in qualifying. He actually qualified best of the Andretti guys at Phoenix. He was ninth. But even so, he wasn't far enough up to avoid Mikhail's accident. And in Graham's case, he's just miserable at the moment because they've been really suffering from a performance standpoint, which is surprising because they made a big engineering change in the off season where they added uh, Tom German to their overall program. Now, German of course won the Indy 500 last year with Alexander Rossi, but um, for a team that really seemed to qualify well last year and has been arguably top Honda team, they have not been able to, to follow that up at all this year. It's been, probably the most disappointing start of the year, I would say, because I think they expected to be able to continue with what they were doing, considering the package didn't change that much and, and the power improvements have come in. So that's been a surprise from a negative standpoint. And Marco, usually it's poor performance for him, but, but this year it's just been bad luck because he's been, he's got a better attitude. He's, he's qualifying better, but it's just, it's not that last step he needs to get, get through that, ceiling I guess he's been stuck at for the last couple of years and a uh, friend of the show here of course uh, uh, Mikam 
Mecham Auctions, of course, and uh, Dana Mecham is runs the uh, Harry Miller Club, which a vintage IndyCar club that I'm I'm involved with, and uh, they've stepped uh, forward and they're going to be sponsoring Sage Carum with the Dryer Reinbold Racing Chevrolet this year at Indianapolis, and it, it that kind of helps. I mean, when you have somebody, you know, it's one thing when when you when when racing has these sponsors and you go who you know, and they're trying to build up their name, but I think it always kind of helps when you. When you see, when you recognize a name on a card, is I think that helps out the sport a lot, doesn't it? Oh, hugely, and and it's nice to see that there is news of a one-off entry that isn't named Fernando Alonso <laughs> actually yeah. managed to break through. Um, it, when I when I saw that come in, that was that was really good news because Mecham is a it's a known brand. Their their auctions are huge. The the passions there. There's a whole car culture associated with the brand, and the livery looks really good on it. I mean, they have it a does. past history. They've got the black and yellow. It's um. It looks solid. Um, Sage will actually be doing some blogs for us on NBC Sports online during the month. First one went up today. Uh, and, and he's just he's on a lot more relaxed mood now where, you know, he doesn't necessarily have anything to prove. He just needs to kind of calm down a little bit because he's got the talent. He's got the pace. It's just uh, – and Dreyer, for only running once a year, always seems to put together a competitive package. So really good good story all around there. And it's one that, you know, people probably won't talk about at the start of the month, but – it could, you know, don't be surprised if he sneaks up on you. You know, there is a certain AP writer that's been getting a lot of flack over the last two weeks, and I think uh, last Thursday this might have been the, the cartoon boulder just falling uh, on that person when uh, with the Fernando test getting, was it over 2 million hits on social media? 2 million hits, yeah. Was not- that is phenomenal. I mean, IndyCar is not, I don't think they've ever seen that, have they? No, and I mean it's a test. So it's exactly. like you and I have been to test before, and they're not exactly the most uh, the most enlightening things. I mean, those you, you learn a lot from a team standpoint, but from a coverage standpoint, it's like, okay, I'm watching one car going around in circles. But, I mean, the numbers were just going up and up and up. And I, it's funny, I'd initially planned to go down there, but I kind of needed to get caught up this week. And as it turned out, it was almost, in a weird way, better to be watching via the live, mm-hmm. the live stream. Uh, you know, the, the way the coverage was looking, the, the IMS productions work. I mean, Kevin Lee sharing stories with Mario and JR, Robin throwing in. I mean, it was just, it was spectacular. I mean, I, I, I was stunned by, by the reaction and really the production value of it because, you know, it was treated like a full-on informal production, but with full-on formal prep work to make it happen. So uh, kudos to everybody for that. And Fernando, too. My goodness, he was excitable and actually getting into it. You know, mm-hmm. he wasn't giving short canned answers. It was, yeah, with the whole right. You know, my right foot is different than the brain. I forget the exact quote he said, but it, he was getting into it, and it was it was great to see. It was it was surprising and refreshing with with how good they actually managed to make something that's usually as exciting as watching paint dry uh, in reality. Yeah, it's a great. I have the quote here. He says, "At the beginning, I have to be honest. The right foot has its own brain." his own power and it was not connected to my brain so i wanted to be flat out but the right foot the right foot has its own life he said with a grin and yeah it's it's true i mean there's a lot of guys you know you get these old school guys oh yeah you're not racing this and that it it it, it takes balls to drive into turn one it's a blind corner at the indianapolis motor speedway and go into that corner at plus 225 miles an hour and you know i i think there's no doubts that Fernando has that ability, but you know, there's always those 
there's always kind of us against them in racing in the open wheel community between the dirt car, you know, dirt, dirt track guys and, and the road racing, uh, squads and, and it, you know, hats off to Fernando because I mean, he is just, this is, this is, it's even bigger than I thought it would be. I never thought we would get that many hits and with the exception, with the exception of the two pigeons, I think everybody is on board with him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if the if the only casualties of the day were the the two the the latest edition of Double Bird, then I'd say it's a <laughs> successful uh, successful day at the office. I mean, to to go to your point, uh, this us versus them mentality kind of defeats the whole purpose because right. every series has its own upside to mm-hmm. it. I mean, you know, there's Fernando. Anybody that's watched Fernando when he could win races, it's not like he forgot how to drive. He doesn't have a car that can actually start the race. I mean, he. He did the stat that I found nuts was he did 110 laps in this test. He's only done 137 racing laps all season in four races. So in one day, he almost did an entire season's worth of laps uh, from a reliability standpoint. And there was more smile and, and more, you know, just just joy that came out of it. And the whole point of Indian, like the Rolex 24, is to start the year is you want as many diverse drivers as possible because that overall helps the race. So you know. Wouldn't it be great if you had the Taylors too? Sure, but not in place of Fernando Alonso. Exactly. Yep. No, no disrespect to no disrespect to them, and I love them both. But right. they would not have generated that amount of traffic. You know, period, point blank. Their race today, for example, isn't even been televised live. It's live on IMSA radio, but it's not. It's delayed on TV for a few hours. So, mm-hmm. so there, there's your point right there. Well, well, we're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, we'll talk uh, more about the month of May and what's coming up next week, of course, the Indianapolis Grand Prix and the road course. And we'll talk more with Tony DeZeno from NBCSports.com in just a moment on The Fan. Final inspection show brought to you by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, Wisconsin, along with their friends at the Milwaukee Area and Apple Auto Care Centers. They can be found on the web at milwcar.com. And don't forget to get your season packets package, your season ticket package from greatlakesdragway.com at, and uh, the on their online store. I'm doing too many things at once here, Tony DeZeno, who's joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Uh, we got the Indianapolis Grand Prix. Which is a uh, a neat event. I like it. Hasn't really taken off, but I think as it it what it replaced, I think it's a better deal. And that's opening day at Indianapolis, which is not always the the, the most exciting thing, unfortunately, in the last few years. And so they decided, hey, let's run a race on the road course. And uh, what's your opinion of that, Tony? Yeah, I like it for the same reason. It's it's very much a laid back kickoff to the month it's like there's there's a focus that is on almost more the road to indy races that weekend where they kind of get a showcase of them mm-hmm. on the ims road course which you know most of those guys don't get to do even on freedom 100 day on carb day they're a little overshadowed by the final practice the pit stop competition the concert and the beer drinking that goes on um but the gp weekend it's just kind of a uh, kind of a relaxed atmosphere you know guys are you know there's not the travel costs that there are for another race prior to it it's not like you're coming from brazil or west coast or something like that um it kind of allows everyone to set up 
there's usually one or two extra entries too for the this race to kind of at a degree that you don't get now in the other opening rounds. I mean, Montoya being in a fifth car for Penske suddenly adds a you know a bit of excitement that we wouldn't have otherwise. So I like it. Um, I wish it was a little bigger than it is, but in the same respect, it's a family atmosphere. It's really laid back and uh, kind of kind of nice in, in that regard. Yeah, it hasn't really become a travel race, and I, I mean I can understand because it's so close to the 500. So you're kind of like you know if if you're somebody coming in from Minnesota or Michigan, you got kids or something. I mean, it's kind of tough to do uh, two weekends down there. But um, speaking of the 500, I mean, last year we were, it was fantastic. The hundredth running great race, everything, you know, surprise winner. What can you ask for an American kid? And then they're like, okay, what are we going to do next year? But uh, Doug Bowles, president of the Indianapolis motor speedway goes, you know what? I think we're going to have over 300,000 people this year. So this, I mean, this this one should be the second biggest they've had in, in many, many years there, which uh, is that kind of a surprise for you? A little surprising, but in the same respect, it's it's a good trend. I think, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the big worry for this year was that there was going to be a drastic fall off right. from last year because of how big the event was. But the fact that they're up so much over 2015, which is the comparable example, um, the other thing to consider, too, is it's more wide open this year than it was in, in 15. 15 was pretty much a Penske-dominated affair for the whole month, where Montoya beat Power. Uh, the Ganassi guys, Charlie Kimball, who was on earlier, does really well this year. With Honda having so many more competitive cars in a, a package that I think is better for the super speedways, you've got the race is good. You've got good concerts as well that the speedway always seems to manage to produce. And the, you know, the field again, is just, it's exciting to, to think of the possibilities. Uh, there's really no bad seat in the house there. And it's, you know, it's just, it's a kickoff to, it's the biggest event of the season. And I think the fact that it's retaining as many people speaks to the popularity. The Alonzo thing is, is not the single magic bullet that helps it. I think I wrote that about a, a few weeks ago when it got announced, but it certainly helps. And, and mm-hmm. I think, the race is even bigger. You know, we talked about the, the 300,000 on site, but from an international standpoint, that's going to make this thing so much bigger from an international standpoint. And that's, that's great because I think we, we talked too much in the past about how there's kind of a, a 465 bubble mentality as you are. Right. And uh, it, you know what time it is. It's that time again for some Indy 500 trivia. Of course, a couple of questions that Jeff is going to uh, get from the official Indy 500 trivia book. Uh, by my buddy Pat Kennedy down in Indianapolis. So, Jeff, we're going to do, and for Tony, we're going to do a, a newer one and then for me an older one. So let's see what, what Jeff Not came up with. All right, Tony. What was the hometown of two of 2000 pole sitter Greg Ray? Was it Dallas? Plano, Texas. Plano, Texas. Is that your final answer? That is, sir. You are correct, boss. Wow. Uh, that's good. All right. I'm impressed. If we were timing this, you would be under the clock here, man. All right. Now, yeah. for you, Steve, who was the relief driver for rookie Wilbur Shaw in 1927? Shaw eventually finished in fourth place. Oh, I got it. It's uh, Louis Meyer. Louis Meyer. Wow. Louis Meyer, who would go on to be the uh, three-time winner, so... The famed Wilbur- uh, inventor of the buttermilk there, too. Yeah, yes, he is. Very. Wow. Donald Davidson is smiling somewhere, Tony. And speaking <laughs> of which, I, I had a I'm great trying. 
I just like to thank uh, Linda Darrow and her and the Merpa organization down in Chicago for uh, letting me uh, host uh, an event I was able to do with uh, Indy 500 or Indianapolis Motor Speedway, I should say, historian uh, Donald Davidson, along uh, along with Hall of Fame driver Paul Goldsmith at the Collector Car uh, Warehouse uh, down in North Chicago. Fantastic event. Uh, we had about 100 people come out for that, and it was a good time and a lot of memories and and tickets were handed out, so it's good to see uh, the Indy 500 fans down in Chicago and for them to come out and enjoy the show that we did out there. Tony, once again, thank you for coming on the show. We look uh, forward to chatting with you uh, next week. And uh, tell us what's the latest at uh, NBCSports.com. Yeah, I just had a number of good interviews leading into the month. Um, Alexander Rossi, Joseph Newgard chatted to both of them in the last couple of weeks. And if you look at they were first and third here last year, one of them was expected, uh, one not so much. So uh, kind of how they look at this new year uh, ahead of them, it's going to be really interesting to see. So um, plenty of month of May stuff. Of course, we have two F1 races as well, Spanish and Monaco GPs. Should be a lot of fun. Thank you for coming on the show. As always, we're going to take a quick sports flash here with Jeff, and when we come back, we'll talk to Eddie Lapine from RacingNation.com on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 